0: And hello to you, Charla, on this fine day. Today is March nineteenth, two thousand and twenty. Yes.
1: Hello, Danielle. Greetings from my home office. How are you? I am doing okay. I am.
0: It's getting weird being at home. Um, a, more than you know. It's. Uh, it's coming up for a week for me i stay i started staying home last friday so six days
1: yeah Um, well let's see i started staying home last thursday and then let's see officially we didn't have to start staying home until monday night at midnight that's that's when yeah the san francisco bay counties most of them not all of them at the time issued their order for shelter in place. And that's what we're doing. So yeah, shelter in place. uh, Actually, technically, I've only been doing it for three days, even though it feels like a year. It's been pretty quiet. My husband and I, we did decide to isolate ourselves starting last Thursday, so we were a little bit ahead of the curve. so, so far during the week, uh, let's see, I saw the UPS guy yesterday, and we also, on Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, we went out and we filled up our gas tanks, because...
0: Oh, I like that's, that. That's
1: a good idea. Thing you can do. Like, shelter in place means you can only go out for essential services, and those are the only ones that are open anyway. So you can go to the doctor, and you can go to the grocery store, and you can buy gas, and... The pharmacy. The pharmacy. That's right, because you've been out to the pharmacy, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. So, and then during that time, if you're out, you're supposed to stay six feet away from each other, and... It did not happen at all for me. I went to the pharmacy. First, I
0: had to go ask them for my, what I was getting. And then they right. said, oh, you're not in our system anymore. It's having insurance. And I was like, oh yeah, because I just got off a Kaiser. Right. And then I had to go back to pick it mm-hmm. up. And then I was even exposed to more people who were not even, pretty much not even trying to stay six feet apart.
1: You know, I can't believe a pharmacy—they weren't making people stand in line six feet apart. What's wrong with them?
0: That's Monday night. Monday night was like the unknown for the people who were finally taking it seriously to stay home, and that's why they were at the pharmacies because they were ensuring that they could have their medications for a while, and that I totally appreciate they had to do. Yes. Yes. And then I had to come back. The store's empty, and I'm like, yes. So I go down my. Aisle, no one's there. I I tell them I came back with my insurance card, and then a man comes in and he was elderly. He was seventy something more, and he just walks up right behind me. Yeah, and I don't want to be a dick, but I was like, wow, why isn't he just standing a little further back? And then I'm thinking, okay, he's so stressed he didn't, you know, he didn't mean to, but for his care, I, I'm, he's the one who's likely to get sick before, I guess, before
1: me, right? Well, I mean, yeah, you are protecting both of you by doing that. Well, we went out, we took a walk on the bike trail and there are tons of people out on the bike trail, as you can imagine, people out with their kids. And after we did the walk, my husband said, that's it. I'm not going out on the bike trail again. There's too many people. And they come they're coming way too close. It was true. Lots of runners came by behind us and passed, you know, a few inches away. I was like, okay, I guess you're right, but that's just like that's I mean, he is probably right. It's probably I would also argue that the less amount of time you're near somebody, the you know, the less likely it is you're gonna get infected. But You know, I've read that they're finding out those droplets can remain in the air for 30 minutes and blah, blah. You know, I mean, basically, it just seems like every day when I wake up to the news, the news is always worse. It's always, oh, well, now it turns out that young people can have pretty severe symptoms, as apparently has already shown up in the U.K. and the U.S., Oh it turns out children can have it. They have mild symptoms so you might not even know they're having it. Um but you know they can be carrying it and you know then I read well 14 days that might not really be long enough to prove that you don't have the disease because people took as long as 27 days to show symptoms in China. And I mean, you know, it's like I feel like, well, there's just so much unknown right now. They are starting to have time to do some studies about what went down in China, what's still going on in other places, what they did properly in places like Singapore and Hong Kong and Taiwan. Really well
0: done. Those countries just did it right.
1: You know, but they had they were able to do the test a shitload of people find out who has it, trace to whom they've had contact, contact those people, isolate those people, and on and on. Well, okay, we, can, we in the U.S. cannot do that because we don't have enough tests. I mean, that's they have, could,
0: Those are small places. Taiwan, small, and
1: their and islands. Hong Kong, it, and their islands, and um,
0: Singapore is not, it's attached to Malaysia, but they are very small
1: compared to the United States and China. Well, it is attached by, there's a roadway that's, uh, yeah, you can drive over to Malaysia and back. I've done it. But it's also, there's just one way in and out. So they could certainly block people. Um, uh, Yeah. And I mean, also they were smaller. Yeah, you're right. And um, they got on it. But I think that we obviously in the U S we have to do something totally different because we don't have the test kit. So as a result, we have to do these massive draconian shelter in place activities. That's the only—that that is literally the only tool that we have got right now. And We would have
0: had to do it anyway, even if we had tests, everybody at this point would have to stay home. Also, I cannot believe that Jack Ma, the owner of Alibaba, the largest uh, online company (laughs) ever, absolutely massive. It makes Amazon look puny. Right. Is giving us COVID-19 yeah. tests and flying them over. And I don't know, that was a couple of days ago I saw that news. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to them and where they went. But wow, wow. what a what awesome. a beautiful gesture. Yeah. And Sounds yesterday amazing. I saw that 37 doctors and nurses came from China to. Work somewhere in the United States because they've already been through it and they're immune, or they had it, or blah blah blah. So they came here to say to help somebody. I don't know which hospital they went to, but also extremely kind.
1: I think so too. I mean, I give them a lot of credit. You know, Trump is out trashing the Chinese, calling it the Chinese disease, and talking about how this none of this would have happened if they'd talked about it sooner and you know they did hide information for like a couple of weeks there and uh, you know as we know but once they decided to get serious about it they did an exemplary job and they are now kind of at the point where i don't think they've had any new cases for a day or two something like that so uh, they basically have stopped the spread at least for a while. I mean, I suppose they'll loosen up their requirements and then maybe there'll be another wave. I don't really know. But anyway any rate, they've done a pretty good job. They obviously don't need those five hundred thousand kits that Jack Boss sent to us. So they must be Yeah, they better a yes. But um, I keep hearing well, that the US is going to be like Italy only more so And that's I, a pretty I've heard that many times and I
0: believe that. That is that could you know it, it's that's what's happening, so I just wanted to I had mentioned to you that um, I still have um, friends, uh, expat friends who live in Shanghai, right um, and this is somebody who has been posting a lot um, since he was on quarantine in in Shanghai with his partner, and with some friends, they were like all together and he just said the following. Said that Why, my internet decided to be like horrendous right this minute when I told you I was going to see.
1: Nice. I think because everybody's using it and overusing it and FaceTiming like mad. And I mean, I'm just hopeful that the internet doesn't crash. <laughs> I personally have been FaceTiming pretty much every time I talk to somebody, I'm like, it's just FaceTime. Yeah,
0: I, it's, you nicer. Know. it's more personal let's see some faces. Yeah. I've been, um, I've been, and I've been calling the people who are not, um, uh, not what's it called? Like on my mom's not on FaceTime or anything or on the computer. So I call those okay. people, but then everyone else I'm like, let's, let's get on zoom. So listen to this. Toby, okay. Toby Simpkin is feeling frustrated in China. And I'm going to, Damn it world, wake up, none of this should be a shock. It's all modern history being repeated region by region on our spinning blue dot we call Earth in almost identical steps to much of Asia. If you had access to television or the internet or newspaper, you've had over two months of detailed warnings of this coming. The roadmaps, phases, steps, issues, and solutions were laid out from you, for you from experience. The only thing we've seen that is different other than the absolutely shocking delays to reaction is the stockpiling of ammunitions and guns in the Southern United States. All else is a repeat. Your ancestors likely fought for years in wars in muddy trenches with guns and mortars on them and in fear of daily bombs. You're only being asked to stay at home, watch TV and relax for a few weeks. Stop the fucking complaining. Stop the silly and off grossly inaccurate memes. Stop making this far worse for your neighbors by going out. By doing so, will only delay closures. Okay, that's my bang, head on the wall, frustrated, anchor ran over as countries around the world move towards actual lockdowns, or in the case of, in, of a strange United States, haphazard county, district, city, partial lockdowns. People, mm-hmm. we hope will likely go from partial self-isolation to government-enforced quarantines. Order food, watch some TV, read some books, play with your pets, grow a beard, listen to music, and just put up with the comfortable and quiet time out while you can use extra time to focus on recovery of income, future projects, and helping elect people for your governments that can better handle crisis management look for positive, uplifting stories of good people doing good things. There are thousands in many regions around the world. Humanity is temporarily uniting in a lovely way. Well over 1.4 people have done it already. Sorry, did I say 1.4 billion? You can too. That's my very sweet and thorough friend from shanghai who is laying it on the line plus he posted many many posts about what they were doing and what was happening and who was getting better and not and was so appreciative i was sorry i was so appreciative
1: yeah and that's just one person who seems to be better informed than our president i mean let's face it the reason that things these things are happening at the county level or the city level or the state level because our federal government is back on their heels two to three weeks way behind what they should be doing. And I mean they cannot even get themselves separated by six feet when they do a fucking press conference. They sit up there, they get all together on the podium. Half of them aren't even going to speak. They're just there in the background. They have the, you know, for a while there at the press room, people in the press briefing room were sitting cheek by jowl. Well, the, our leader, our dear leader's up there on the front telling us that we should separate by six, six, six feet. I mean, they can't even do it themselves. So like, exactly. you know, Unbelievable. I'm glad your friend mentioned that one thing we could all be doing at this time is working on getting Trump out of office in November and all the Republicans who have enabled him. And that's kind of what I decided to do with some of my free time that just popped up is I just signed up um, again with Vote Forward, which is something that um, the, who is it, Sister District did? Maybe it's not Sister, no, it's Swing State, pardon me, but they have a website called Vote Forward, and you can go on there and create an account, and then you can download letters that are already printed, and then you add your own customization, And there's a list of names, and you address the envelopes by hand, and you put in your letters, and you put on a stamp, and you get these ready to go. They're actually working on preparing letters that are going to be sent out in October, the end of October, right before Election Day. And they have millions and millions of letters to write, and they have campaigns in different states, so you can pick do you want to send letters to Colorado? Florida, Texas—they're swing states—and um, the kind of letters you're sending—they're to people who either are sporadic voters or new voters, or you know, they're they're targeted. Let me put it that way: they're they're not just letters to every single registered voter in those states. And that may seem like really far away, but it's really not too it's not too soon to get ready. For the election in November, it really isn't, and it makes me feel better to do something because you know if this crisis has shown anything, it's why Trump is a hazard to the health and safety of this country, if not the rest of the world. And you know, it does. He and he won't take any responsibility. He says it's not his fault that the pandemic monitoring group at the National Security Council got dismantled. Oh okay. no, I don't know. If somebody did that. I don't know. He has he has taken zero responsibility, and he has also expressed zero personal empathy, concern, caring for the people who are sick, the people who have died. Not once in all of his press conferences, like they're always about him. You know, oh my I want to make my numbers look good, so that's why he wouldn't let the grand princess dock in the u s He didn't want those peoples coming off and having those numbers added to the numbers in the u s of people who have have covid nineteen yeah he's he's really he's kind of a monster and he's a narcissistic monster, and he really needs to go and if he doesn't, I mean I think I'm hoping and praying that he will definitely be voted out of office and we'll lose by a gigantic margin. But I don't think we can take that for granted. I mean, I think I see still, I still see things on Facebook where people are not taking, they're like, oh no, Trump's doing a great job. I mean, they've actually shown that there are there's there's polling now where people who are Republicans are less likely to wash their hands. They're not taking it as seriously as Democrats. And that's probably because they listened to our idiot in chief a few short weeks ago telling us it's a hoax. It went from being a hoax to a national emergency. All right. Listen to
0: this. Listen um, to this. We got the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak worldometer. You know, it's just kind of keeps the numbers. As of... Uh, like so GMT so as of like a, a two hours ago there are 236 921 cases but let's just be realistic it's way more than that because not pe- people didn't get tested so it's way way more than that right I,
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's that the numbers we're seeing are off like they're probably it's like probably the actual true numbers or maybe 10 times the official numbers you know 10
0: times um to the something power yeah i have another thing that was was really interesting like how many times bigger it could be but i'll never find this and then here's the deaths as of today whatever our world thinks 9,829 deaths recovered is uh 86,675 so this is one of the sources. I've also used this other source, the one that the, um, the 17-year-old boy made. Did you see that? The what? A 17-year-old boy made a counting the world's cases of coronavirus website.
1: He's so oh, adorable. No.
0: Yeah, and he has um, it also country by country. It's fascinating. In the uh, U.S., you know, state by state. Yeah, he's a very clever boy.
1: Well, he's home from school, so he's got time to do this fun project. <laughs> Honestly, but you know, trying to figure out what's really going on, all I know is we're we we're, um, we're in the dark, and we it's like tip of the iceberg kind of stuff, and we will not actually know really what's happening for a couple of weeks. It'll all be very retrospective, you know. Eventually, we'll be able to look back and see what was really happening but that's not helpful it's like we're just flying in the dark because of the lack of test cases testing i mean i have a question
0: for you charlotte what do you i've been reading also but maybe you remember what do you know about the spanish flu of 1918 and how many people killed and
1: where it was let me think i would have to look up i think 20 million people died maybe i forget worldwide and it happened like at the end of World War I. So there were a lot of people moving around, unfortunately. The one thing I read recently, well, for starters, I would, I've noticed that the epidemiologists who are being interviewed by news people had yeah. been mentioning it more and more. And I'm sure at first they didn't want to. But now I think they're bringing it up um, because it's looking more like we're going to have something similar. Um, first of all, in terms of like waves of it, um, I did read that with the Spanish flu, there was a wave, the first wave was in the spring of 1918. And then there was a second wave in the summer and then a third one in the winter. And then it was finally, truly stopped. But, you know, I guess what happens is that people drop their guard once the numbers start to look better. Um, so all of these things that we're being asked to do, we really require you to do them for a long time. And that, I mean, that's going to be the hardest thing is to have people actually do this for, I don't know, August is one thing. I mean, even Trump said july or august and i mean that was sort of a shocker that if he said it you know in my mind i was like oh well that actually means november december because he's such a such a liar and has underplayed this whole thing so much so i
0: agree hey check it out i just opened up a site it's 50 million deaths of spanish flu
1: 50, pardon me.
0: Yeah, yeah, Five zero. And it's estimated, because they don't really know, it could be 50 to 100 people. They're not sure. And this is from a medicinenet.com site. So it's doctors. I don't know exactly who that site is, but wow.
1: Well, I also, I was reading the comparison about, um, I was reading one comparison where they compared it to measles in terms of how contagious it is. And there's some, uh, official number that gets attached to communicable diseases. So it's kind of like on average, how many people would get infected by somebody who's sick. And for COVID-19 at the moment, it's about 2.3, something like that. For the measles, it's like 18 or 19. So the measles by contrast is much, much more contagious than COVID-19. So that's a plus. Um, you know, the thing that concerns me is that that I think that it's probably more contagious than they thought a few weeks ago. I mean, a few weeks ago, the instructions were, you know, if you cough or sneeze, cover your face, and unless you have symptoms you're probably fine and not spreading. And then now it's like, oh, well, actually maybe if, you know, even if you're asymptomatic, you can spread it. And it just, you know, so it just seems to me that we don't actually know how um, how contagious it truly is. I think that they're still figuring that out. It seems to me there's also, there's more, um, studies showing up in medical journals like the Lancet and the AMA's journal or whatever. So there's like more studies getting done that are very scientific that have more data. And um, I think most of it's coming out of China. You know, they're starting because now they have time to actually pull their data together. And, Cause they were busy fighting before. You know, one thing I saw is like the epidemiologist who was on television said that our doctors and nurses in the ER and ICU are like the frontline people. They are going into battle for us, and we have got to do everything we can to protect them, make sure they have all the gear that they need, and that, you know, the whole system will break down if too many of them get sick and or have to be quarantined. You know, I did read like one lo- one location, I believe it's like 200 nurses had to be, I guess it's quarantined or isolated. For, I think it's technically isolated for 14 days because they were exposed to one patient who later tested positive. So, I mean, that's, you know, you can't keep doing that for any length of time before the whole medical system just falls apart and you know and then that means people who have other things like heart attacks or you know whatever god knows what are not going to be treated so i don't know it's just it seems to me that we're still moving really slowly i mean a few i don't know like the governor cuomo of new york he seems to be pretty aggressive and Thinking about, you know, can we house people in in RVs? Can we house people in old, whatever, barracks? Can we take old hospitals and bring them back to life? You know, uh, just really thinking out of the box.
0: I don't agree. I heard Cuomo two nights ago. I like the thinking out of the box part where he's saying, you know, to use different facilities. After shutting down New Rochelle, New York and having the National Guard there, He's like, yeah, well, I don't really want to, you know, make people stay in their houses necessarily because I don't like the word quarantine. Uh, What do you like, sir? Yeah. You know, so it could have say, So let's say New York City is this hotbed and, you know, because it's so close together. But what about all the little country towns that they could, you know, shut? They they finally sent the kids home from universities, all the state universities in New York State. But that took until Monday, whereas, you know, UC Berkeley, Stanford were out, you know, way before that. But we had the first cases.
1: Washington and California had, you know, the first cases. Yes. Although now I guess New York has surpassed Washington State. Yeah. You know, I saw an interview with Mayor de Blasio of New York City, and um, he apparently he and Cuomo have had all sorts of fights. I don't know if they've historically been at each other's throats but Brian Williams is that the guy's the reporter on MSNBC he referenced it you know he said something like there it's no secret that there's no love loss between the two of you and i mean de blasio was talking about how we're going to need a financial and economic rescue that's going to be like the new deal was after the great depression we need something at that level because so many people are going to lose their jobs. And, you know, some of the numbers are, we'll have 20% unemployment right now. It's only 3.5% unemployment, which is practically by definition, full employment. But um, in very short amount of time, we're going to have 20% unemployment and that's going to be yet another horrible thing on top of the actual health uh, issues that are going on so eh. well i don't know do you think we should take a break and like maybe we can pull ourselves together and then we'll come back with more um some upbeat ideas how's that
0: that sounds awesome i'm gonna we'll see you in just a minute okay great okay and we're back so we're gonna um, share our lists of things that we're doing during the zombie apocalypse being stuck at home shelter <laughs> in place um i gotta tell you I've, I've been i make jokes about the zombie apocalypse i don't even use that word um, all that much but i was so worried when all the you know california was burning down and then we had all those things that i started making playlists called apocalypse and um the end of the world as we know it by R.E.M. like all these songs about bad stuff so sorry i'm occasionally doom and gloom because things are weird and this is this is new and different we did have the um sars in 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 several other things but those like didn't even get here barely compared to this so this is like this whole new level of, of national universal fear
1: yeah, you know, that's true. Remember H1N1 that happened at like 2009, I think. It was here, because I, I remember it came, we, the United States, sort of, it came up from Mexico. And the thing is, apparent. I don't think it was as contagious or what. I don't really remember, other than I remember I had to make the decision if I was going to go to Mexico on vacation that June or not, and I did, and I was fine. Because I was like, well, if it's in the U.S. already, I may as well go to Mexico. But yeah, it all seemed that. very minor. SARS, I remember, because I was in Shanghai on business, and I had to leave the country when I left China. I had to pass through one of those things where they test your skin temperature, and if it was if you had a temperature, they was they're going to pull you out of line. So I have to admit that. Okay, I had no symptoms and I was pretty sure I didn't have SARS, but I took a Tylenol before I went to the airport just in case I had a fever for some weird reason. Yeah. So that's what I remember about SARS. So yeah, we're in a whole different, um, a whole new world. And we're gonna try to make the best of it. Cause that's what we do. We're fucking Americans, pull our little selves up, bootstraps whatever like don't be a whiner as your friend said like you know we can do this we just need to get ourselves off the floor where we've all fallen in total depression so all right we're going to give our listeners tons of ideas they're going to be so busy
0: totally so busy okay so Part two, this is a part two of our our podcast. What do we do in the house for weeks?
1: And my first thing is read. Oh gosh, read. Okay, yes, because don't we all have a list of books we've been meaning to get to? Actually, actual piles of books. Piles. Now Now we can sit down and read a book for an hour and not even feel guilty. Okay, brilliant. All right, my next one on my list is I'm going to write letters you know remember letters postcards little notes to people because i'm thinking everybody's stuck inside and it'll be nice to get real mail for example my father is stuck inside inside of his um, assisted living facility no visitors are allowed in now so i'm going to make sure like i send him mail you know obviously i call him too but i think real mail handwritten is a good thing to do right now
0: well, lovely. All right. All right. I have number
1: two, do chores. What like, chores do you have on your list?
0: I'm going to tell you, um, changing some of the batteries in our, um, alarm system, which is kind of funny oh. because no one's going to break in cause we're all home, but just saying we could change those. So, and then oh. that's, that's mine. What's one of my, what's one of your chores?
1: Well, okay, a couple of chores come to mind. Okay, first of all, this is a great opportunity to clean out these closets. We all know which ones we're talking about. Clean out the garage. Sort your clothes. You know, get your clothes ready to donate. Obviously, I guess right now we cannot take them somewhere, but this is a great time to pare your wardrobe down. And I feel like there's other things on here. Oh, files. Get out those old files, sh- Start doing the shredding. You know all those projects that you always think you're gonna do, and then you never have time to do them. Now you have absolutely no excuse.
0: I might have mentioned to you one of the chores I did, um, I, I guess it was Tuesday, is that I erased seven thousand unread messages from all of my accounts. No, no, I just I got them out of my inbox. They're in. An archive. Should I need to do a search of all the things that's in between the New York Times, Chronicle, Greenpeace, and all the things I can't erase on a daily basis, so they're in there. So I thought that was rad. I feel amazing about it. I,
1: I cannot believe I didn't put deal with email on my list because I'm actually fairly notorious for having a gigantic inbox of unread messages, even when I was working. People would come in my office, and I'd be working away, and they'd be like, oh, my God, you've got 12,000 unread emails. And, and my response was, you know, I looked at them when they came in. I saw where they are from, the subject line. the time to select them and delete them. And I did it, and I was fine. But it is a little bit embarrassing and probably unproductive to have all of those unread in my in my
0: yeah, I'll tell you what I know kind of what to do now so if you need some help or I will refer you to the lovely and talented copper woman techno witch at copperwomancom who helps me yeah. I occasionally when I can't do it also just because this is so funny because it's been 48 hours I already have 256 unread messages according to my uh, my phone email but my my desktop says none so I'm pretty stoked
1: about it well, okay, here's what I do when I do clean up my inbox. I hit the button so that it shows by sender. You know, instead of usually it's just set up in chronological order, right, with the new ones on top. No, I hit, get it organized by sender, and then I can zap tons at the same time from organizations, from politicians, whatever. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, okay. That'll make me feel good. I'll, I'll add that. Um, I guess it, and I've got on this kind of a digital task is organizing my digital photos, putting them into some different digital albums, and then creating photo books online for trips. You know, trips I've taken so that I end up having a photo album about that trip. And then Love ordering that online. And then maybe even making some as gifts for family members. And, oh, I just had another great idea. I've got a bunch of nieces and one nephew. I could find all the pictures of each of them that's in my photo album, in my photos, and I could make each of them a little album just for fun. You know, for a gift for Christmas, a birthday, something like that. Okay. I'm doing it. Done and done.
0: Right on. So here's here's my next one. Um I have cook, colon, discover the joys of Instant Pot.
1: Try new recipes. Yeah, Yeah, I think a lot of people are baking. My Facebook news feed is actually pretty full of people taking pictures of things they just baked. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's just dandy.
0: Go ahead. What's your next thing?
1: Okay. Well... I want to catch up on a lot of TV series uh, that we have started and we haven't finished. So I've got like the crown and succession. Oh, we just started sex education the other night. It is hilarious. It is even funnier than I thought it would be. So highly recommend sex education. So yeah, I'm just going to go through my Netflix and see all the things that we started and we never finished. And look for some funny ones and not watch disturbing ones. You know, we started a disturbing one called Occupied about the Soviet Union. Sorry, Russia. So am I invading Norway to take over the oil industry? And it was, it's pretty scary. So I'm not going to, I'm going to stop watching scary TV shows. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good idea. Okay. So my next one, see, I don't even have, um, watch Netflix on my, or watch TV. I didn't even put it on because that's just going to happen anyway. I'm kind of afraid, but we will watch something. So far, since this thing happened, I have watched exactly three hours of TV, Bob and I. We watched this weird show and it was that. So go figure. We're doing less. Number six, transplant flowers
1: into bigger pots. Oh, yes. That's something that's really easy to overlook and not do. Okay. Um, I think what I might do is I, I might do puzzles. How relaxing. I, I have a puzzle that a friend of mine gave me and I've been meaning to open it. There's also these puzzles that my family in Missouri, like they're called Liberty puzzles and they have really oddly shaped um, pieces. They're very challenging, very satisfying. They come out of Colorado. They have a wait list. That's how popular they are. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to set up a puzzle on the dining room table and just walk through there, sit down, have a glass of wine, work on my puzzle, listen to some music. I love
0: chill. it. I love it. Okay. Um, here's another one related to gardening Marvel at the orchids growing new blossoms. Yeah, I'm just doing simple stuff. So, okay.
1: Yeah, actually, I was going to add, um, look out the window at the birds. We happen to have a lot of birds. And just sitting around watching them is very relaxing. Very relaxing. Oh, how about, okay, this is a chance for people to try meditation. Because let's face it, we all need it right this moment. And I, I noticed that, that you. You know, there's that app called Calm. Calm.com has got a bunch of free content that they put up so that you don't even have to subscribe to it. You know, it's guided meditations, calming music, all sorts of different things.
0: And, and I'm ten- paid through the summer on um, Insight Timer. Um, uh-huh. So that's also a really nice app, and it's free until you kind of want like special stuff and then they ask to pay, but it's really not very much.
1: It's like, yeah, it's really worth it. Because, I mean, I think it's really important for people to stay healthy and remain calm and get their immune system tuned up. And, you know, if you could sit outside and listen to a guided meditation for 10 minutes and watch some birds, you're just going to feel much better.
0: You are. Okay.
1: Oh, I think it's your turn. Is it? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Obviously, I feel like exercise. exercise is something else that I'm definitely doing. And Beautiful. so far it includes taking walks. And then I have these six minute workouts that the New York times published in January. So I'm doing one a day. And then also, you know what? I heard yoga works has got free yoga online. There's a lot of stuff that you can know, YouTube, just Google around. People should just find workouts that they like and do them at home. Yeah. Don't you do
0: I'm going to share a couple of things verbally, but I'm also going to put these up on the notes of this podcast. Yeah. NiaTV.com is giving a free 30-day trial. And they have like 20 different Nia classes online. They also have this thing called Moving to Heal where you can work out when you're sitting down. So please try that. Nia, sorry, NiaTV.fit. But I'm going to share that. And then there's this wonderful thing on YouTube, Yoga with Adrienne. Yoga with her is the most lovely thing. I've actually been doing it um, for a couple of mm-hmm. years, but I don't do it all the time because they also go to live yoga, but she is so sweet. Like yoga for stress, yoga for sleep, you know, y- what, uh, depression. Like she's just so sweet. So check that out. And I will put that in the notes.
1: Yeah. And we'll put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. We'll put it on our Facebook page.
0: Love it. And then I wrote, and this might interest you, I wrote, write a ton of stories and publish them to my blog
1: and Medium. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I have actually a bunch of small things I want to collect and try to get organized. Actually, just organizing all my writings and pulling stuff out of my notebook and typing them up would be a huge, huge project.
0: Yeah, it's fun. And I did that recently. I typed up so many and then I started editing like crazy. And then I like look at it and I edit it again. So that's the problem is I keep editing and I don't know what if it's good enough to publish. And I, I have to at some point let go and say publish this, even if, you know, I forgot to capitalize that. I just have to give it up.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, nothing wrong with editing. Um, Let's see. Oh, OK. So here's something that I've already started doing is FaceTiming with friends. And obviously you can do that with other things like Zoom, um, other video conferencing, but I've just been using FaceTime with friends who've got Apple products and you can make a date. So just like last night, I made a date with my friend in D.C., Barbara, who was on our show a while ago, talking about refugees. It was 8 o'clock her time, 5 o'clock my time, and we both got together on FaceTime and were drinking wine and chatting. And then I made an appointment for Sunday at noon, my time, to get together with my family who are in Missouri and Texas. We're going to have a Zoom video conference. So there'll be five of us who will all be able to see each other at the same time. Oh, that's
0: also on my list. I have that as um, zoom cocktail hour, and we're supposed to do that um, with our little burning man group.
1: Yes, Betsy,
0: like in the next couple evenings. So we're going to get that done. And I've already had one. I've had like a couple with, uh, with Janet and not the drink part yet, but lots of zoom calls with various people. Or you can also do, Facebook message has camera and sound. Eight, there Facebook. Are in,
1: mm-hmm. So many ways to talk to your friends. Oh yeah. And actually I was thinking you could also on Facebook, instead of just posting, do a little Facebook Live thing where you just say hi to your friends, say whatever you want, just you know, mix it up a little bit. Okay. Now listen, this one's a bit more serious. This one is no matter what's going on with you and your job, you need to, at this moment, assess your finances. You need to take a look. I'm looking at you, Danielle, at what, you know, just, you need to check your assets. If you have a financial planner, a real one, not just somebody selling you stock, this would be a good time to do some research and find somebody. You know, just take a look. It's been tax time. You've probably been collecting all documents for that. Oh, sure, and, I have. You know, take a look. Do you have a three-month emergency thing? blah blah And if you don't know anything about what the hell I'm talking about, get yourself over to, like, money.com or get some personal finance magazine subscription. And this is a great time to just, like, learn about it. Just learn about personal finance. You know, do learn a little bit every day. Find out when they're talking about, okay, like, why did the Fed cut interest rates? Why? why? What is that going to do for the economy? Do you know? Probably not. Most people do. So this might be the time to find out how this stuff all works. Again, a little bit at a time. You know, don't overwhelm oneself.
0: My next thing is way more nice self-care than that fucking share, Charlotte was just stressed me out.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Just do one of the previous things and, and you can de-stress.
0: Thank you. Love you though. So my next thing is massage trade with your partner. Mm-hmm. And, and this goes together with it. Practice self-care.
1: Oh, yes. Ah. How about a nice warm bath with some Epsom salts, little candle going, put in some essential oil in there? I actually I mixed up a batch of this essential oil combination called Thieves, T-H-I-E-V-E-S. Um it, the the recipe dates back to like the plague years when there were grave robbers. Yeah, I know this is, this is upbeat, not really, but I was fascinated by it. Like grave robbers would, you know, dig up graves of people who were plague victims, but they wouldn't fall ill. And they had created this concoction of essential oils and it somehow kept them safe. At any rate, this recipe has come down through the ages. And I mixed it up. It's a combination of like clove, cinnamon, lemon, rosemary, and something else. At any rate, so I'm just diffusing it in my diffuser in my home office. And it makes me feel better. I
0: am diffusing in my diffuser in this house right this minute, Lily of the Valley oil which is my birthday flower. And it reminds me of New Jersey and how we had this big plot and they don't blame. sorry, they don't bloom till May, Uh but I still love it. It's my birthday flower. And you're not going to believe this. I got the little bottle in Oroville in 2009, 10 or 11. So wow. So I love the way that oils don't go bad. So people look around your house for like, you know, if you're like me, like, and just have insane amounts of natural products to do whatever like i you know i have the entire repertory of every flower essence and i finally got them out i'm like oh my god it's time to drink these in gallons to
1: not be so stressed out thankfully exactly. well this kind of reminds me that another fun thing to do is just um you know call anybody that you have been needing to call that you have kind of lost track of Catch up with some people who live out of town. Certainly call older people that you know who are stuck at home and see if there's something that you can do for them somehow remotely. You know, even if it means just go to the grocery store and drop off some groceries at their front door for them. Totally. Okay, oh, so my, 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 my,
0: my next thing is have sex.
1: Yes, have sex, reconnect with your partner, listen to our previous um, Sex Over 50 podcast if you need inspiration. Yeah, that's right. Get out all those sex toys that are gathering dust. Yeah. You know, everybody's got that. They're probably gathering dust somewhere. Get those things out. Wash them up. Hey, okay, now this is another fun thing I've been thinking of doing. Work on election campaigns remotely. Did I say that? I probably had mentioned it, so yeah. I probably mentioned it earlier, but yeah. This is the time to get online and do some things you can do remotely. You can text, you can make phone calls, you can write letters, you can write postcards.
0: And if you live close to me, I just happen to have one or two thousand postcards and a thousand addresses and i a thousand stamps and i will make you a little package to write them and you can just come over and i even have instructions it's the easiest thing you just have to sit down takes you know maybe a half hour to write 15 postcards or if you're neater probably way more but i'm pretty sloppy
1: hey i did it and it was super fun these are the ones where we wrote in english and spanish
0: i still have those same ones and we've finished a couple counties and we're on to new counties in Texas.
1: All right. Well, you know, so, yeah. today I just printed some letters out from vote forward, swing left that I'm going to start writing and get ready for October. Like I mentioned earlier. Oh, beautiful. Okay. I also feel like, okay, if you're stuck at home now is the time to do those home decorating projects. You know, you could paint a room. You could go online to Wayfair and order stuff because that always looks like so much fun when they advertise it on TV. You know, just like now is the time to do those home decorating projects. And you that can't buy
0: paint. You can't buy paint, so I forget that. And I guess you can have the Wayfair stuff delivered to you, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's optimistic.
1: Paint. Maybe you have it around. I mean, if you're gonna maybe you're repainting a room. Uh, that's a good point. Although I do believe that some things are open, like hardware stores, but probably buying paint isn't an essential activity. Now that you're, I'm met.
0: risking going to the um to go into the yeah. hardware store. And like having having said that, I would um, change my batteries in the in the little uh, pieces. Of, so I'm not going to do that because then I'd have to go to one the the you know like the, the crazy like weird size.
1: Yeah, but you get all those on Amazon, all those funky little round ones of different sizes, as long as you know what you need.
0: As long as Amazon is still delivering, I'm losing faith in that. Okay, so my next one is besides, um, we already talked about Zoom, but I said talk on Zoom, rekindle relationships on Zoom or the phone. And call your Aunt Susie and call your Uncle Bob. I think we kind of both said that already, but my, you know, I, I keep calling my aunt in British, British Columbia. She's so appreciative. Like, she's like, hey, thanks for reaching out.
1: That's a really good point. That makes me think of another project one could start. This would be an ideal time if you ever wanted to do, like, ancestry.com, track down your ancestors, I did a genealogy project with an actual genealogist and, you know, I did some research of my own and that's one of those projects. that's really easy to put off. But again, if you've got older relatives who you could actually talk and interview on the phone, do some that's online, a good research, idea. that should be a good time to start that project.
0: Um, before I go on to my next thing, I just want to tell you something that, you know, I've done my, um, my 23 and me, And most of my people are from Europe, and most of my people are from central Germany rather than northern Germany because my people went to Hamburg, northern Germany, from the center, Mm -hmm. probably 1650. I'm just making that up. And they can track my genealogy all the way back to 1000, and I'm probably a descendant of Charlemagne, but so are probably
1: a couple million other people. How cool is that? I bet I am because my name is Sharla, so you <laughs> probably related. <laughs> in fact, just a little sidebar when I was in third grade, I got to do this special summer program, you know, for gifted kids in Columbia, Missouri. And it was called Strange Peoples and Strange Places. And it was like, you know, two or three hours in the morning. I got the assignment to research Charlemagne and make a report because. My name is Charlemagne. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So I'm probably, I'm for sure I'm related. Well, my, my ancestors are mainly from like Bern, Switzerland. At least the, you know, the ones that emigrated to the US. A bunch of them came oh. from Germanic.
0: That explains your, um, your extremely, your neat tendencies. The, the Swiss, oh my God, they're ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I don't know if you ever heard this phrase, but in Missouri, where there are tons of German people and German-speaking people, they are referred to as the scrubby Deutsch. And that then got sort of, what's the word? It got messed up and people now call them the scrubby Dutch. Like these are the people who go out on their front stoops and they're you know they're just like sweeping every morning and cleaning Great. but yeah when I was growing up in Missouri people would talk about the scrubby Dutch and I didn't know what the hell they're talking about. Turned out it was the scrubby Deutsch.
0: Right. Cool.
1: Yeah. All right okay. here's
0: my next thing render wax I'm a beekeeper so I have a bunch of wax around. So I am rendering the wraps I'm separating the wax from the bits of goop and honey. And then making candles, or I was thinking about making lip balm a la Burt's
1: Bees, and I'll let you know how that goes. Ooh, I love it. Um, yeah. You know what? Can you also make those um, those papers that are um, that you use to cover up like fruit that you cut already, or over? What are those things called? Well, they're like re- reusable wax paper, but yeah, I can make those.
0: It's actually cloth.
1: It's cloth. Yeah. It's like inundated with beeswax. I have yeah, a I bunch have... of that.
0: I make them in the oven.
1: It's fun. Uh-huh. That could be fun. Um, Let's see. I'm kind of winding down. Oh, well, this is a project that I could undertake. Our spice drawers are a little out of control. They are. They were organized alphabetically at some point in time things have gotten a little crazy in those spice drawers, so you know when you have extra time this is the time to organize your spice drawers. why not you know
0: there's every reason to do that my spice drawers are so messed up that I could kind of cry so I'm not going to do that right now because it would just upset me okay here's my next thing which is a self-care thing Mm -hmm. Be, Be on Facebook less because it's making me crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that's really a good point. We all have to sort of limit our exposure to virus information. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Everybody should just figure out what they need to do in terms of staying up to date and informed. Maybe it's like you watch the news once a day. You go on and read the Washington Post once a day. Just figure it out and share what you feel like you need to share and then just get off. Just, you know, give yourself a time limit and then be done and do it. I think, honestly, the best time of day is like in the middle of the day because you don't want to start your day with it. And you sure as hell don't want to end your day with it because that will make you not sleep well, as I have discovered. Like, I do not need to watch this stuff up until 11 p.m. and then go get in bed. So, yeah, just pick how you're going to stay informed. Yeah. Schedule it and just do it. I think schedule, get, get yourself a schedule is a good form of self-care, right? I totally just need a schedule. Thank some, you for mentioning that. You know, put some routine into what is really a very um, unusual, disturbing time. You know, just make yourself a little routine and stick with it and, you know, make sure there's plenty of time for chatting online with people and self-care and, yeah, just get yourself a little routine, kind of like you would maybe on vacation if you were on vacation for a long time, because it's kind of a stay. it's a forced staycation.
0: It is. True, true, true. Hey, do you have anything else on your list? I have one more thing, but go ahead if you
1: have something. I have actually gone through everything on my list, I think. Oh, my final one is, and this is, again, a downer. I guess I'm kind of a Debbie Downer. If you have any sense that you might be losing your job, maybe you've already lost your job, you got to obviously start, you know, fixing up your resume, doing a little networking you know thinking about what next like i don't there's know like zero if
0: zero hiring there's zero hiring so fix the resume but you're going to have to wait a while so that's coming back
1: right yeah i think you're going to have to rethink like i don't know if like you're a hairdresser let's say and your business just went south or you're a bartender and you don't get to bartend anymore you know you i think you need to start thinking about finding something that you could do from home And that doesn't, it's like, get out of the service businesses because those are the jobs that are going away and will take a really long time to come back. Agreed. Okay. So that was, that was a bit of a Debbie Danner.
0: Debbie Danner. Oh yeah. You know what? So we, I'm going to say one more thing and then you and I have to say something positive and get off this podcast because everyone's going to be bored to tears with us. It's an hour already. Okay. I have to cancel all my travel plans. I have plane tickets and a couple things coming up and I haven't actually canceled them. So that has to be done.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, and then maybe in a sort of an upbeat way, I would say, let's think about what our first trip will be when this all ends, because it, it will. I mean, I don't know if it's six months, 12 months, 18 months, someday we'll be able to travel again. So what oh, could be planning it and sort of any entertaining yourself and kind of daydreaming about it, watching travel TV, always very fun. Okay. Well, I think we've given ourselves and our listeners tons of ideas to be occupying themselves. And, you know, just like we have to have fun with this. We have to do our best to make the most of it. What else can Doom we do? Men
0: and gloom is not helping because I'm a little bit like that. So thanks for chatting. Hey, you know what? We should talk a little bit more often because, um, and we'll just put up more podcasts if people are, are happy. And we could even do diversion podcasts, like, like talk about hilarious things.
1: Some, right? That's a great idea. Because actually that was another thing we could tell people to do. Listen to podcasts, especially ours. Now's your chance. People, go back. We've got 30 plus. This is your chance to catch up with shut the fuck up. We're not done talking yet. Okay. Shut the fuck up. We're not
0: done talking yet. Over and out.
1: Okay. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode.
0: You can get more information about it on facebook.com backslash Danielle podcast.